InfoTrack continues. Most people agree that we have a lawsuit-happy society, and many businesses make mistakes that are virtual invitations to getting sued. But can you make your job safer by knowing how to keep your company away from legal landmines? InfoTrack's Chris Whitting is here with a look. Chris? Thanks, Roy. Michael Trackman is an attorney in suburban Philadelphia specializing in business litigation and employment law. He's also the author of The Four Mistakes, Avoiding the Legal Landmines That Lead to Business Disaster. So let's set the stage a bit. How dangerous is it out there for businesses who are concerned about being sued? Well, particularly in this economy, it's very dangerous. It's very easy to be subject to a lawsuit that can not only take your attention away from a business, especially if you're a small or medium-sized business, but can ultimately result in hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash flow drain in terms of legal fees and potential settlements or verdicts. So frequently, this is the life and death issue. Michael, many employees figure, hey, avoiding lawsuits is something the boss should be worrying about. I'm just a cog in the machine. But why do you think this should concern everybody at a company? Well, when the small cog leads to a lawsuit that nets the company a couple hundred thousand dollars in losses, that small cog is going to be a small cog somewhere else. So it's very important, obviously, for the company and for the ownership of the company. But in terms of furthering careers, you don't want to be the one who messed up and led your employer down the path of a six or seven figure lawsuit. Well, your book is titled The Four Mistakes. The first one is Losing the Documentation War. Tell us about that. Well, unfortunately in the law, and I hate to state this in cynical terminology, but the truth doesn't matter in the law. It does, of course, to a certain extent, but it doesn't matter because the only thing that really matters is what you can prove in the law. And if someone can prove something that happens to be untrue, that's what's going to carry the day, and that's where documentation comes in. Documentation is necessary because virtually every lawsuit that there is boils down at some level to a my-word-against-your-word battle, where somebody recollects something some way or claims that the intention was one way and that the terms and the agreements were some other way, and there's a disagreement on that issue. Documentation is what solves that. And the only way that companies can protect themselves against the my-word-against-your-word issue, which so predominates in today's business society, is through the right kind of documentation. So what is the right kind of documentation? Well, you need to do two things, and a lot of this relates to email, because email predominates in today's world. You need to take out of the mix what I'll call unintentional documentation, and that's the kind of things that show up in your files that you don't want somebody to be looking at. I mean, I've had cases in my life as a practicing lawyer doing this for 35 years where I found emails between executives at an adverse company where one is saying to the other about how they know they're really not in the right in this particular lawsuit, but perhaps if they milk it long enough and run up the legal fees on the other side long enough, they can get a favorable settlement. You find those kinds of things because people send emails without any regard for the fact that those emails will be found out very difficult to permanently delete an email, and notwithstanding how personal or private you thought it would be, it's going to end up blown up on the screen in a courtroom somewhere for a judge and a jury to be looking at. And this happens over and over and over again. When you sit down at the keyboard to type an email and your fingers hit those keys, give yourself a personal Miranda warning. Everything you type can and will be held against you. The second thing you need to do in the documentation world, you can't document everything, but you have to function with a healthy pessimism. You have to ask yourself the question, am I going to need to prove this later on? Is this the kind of thing 
where there may be a dispute, even though I trust the other person, even though I've dealt successfully with this other company, just in case. Is this something that I better make sure I can prove later on? And if it is, get an email out there which confirms what the deal is, how long it's supposed to take, what the price is supposed to be, what the nature of the services will and will not encompass. Whatever it is, get it in writing. Email makes it so convenient to do it. Don't assume everything is going to be right. Put on some healthy pessimism. Number two in your list of four legal mistakes is losing the employee versus employer war. Yep, and it is a war. And I don't mean to say that employers should treat their employees as the enemy, much the opposite. A solid, honest, good faith relationship started by employers in respect to their employees is always a good thing. But the fact of the matter is that our current state of law has equipped employees to go after their employers for a host of claims that in many respects the employers will never see coming. I spend a great deal of time in my office and have done so over the course of decades where I'm talking to employers and they're saying to me after having been sued by an employee, maybe even rightfully, and the employer is saying, how was I supposed to know that I wasn't allowed to do that? None of this makes common sense. It doesn't square with business judgment. And the extent to which these employee versus employer claims have increased exponentially over the last five, seven, ten years is truly remarkable. And much of it comes without having been foreseen or anticipated by the employers who are getting hammered with six-figure judgments. Our guest on InfoTrack is attorney Michael Trackman, author of The Four Mistakes, Avoiding the Legal Landmines That Lead to Business Disaster. Michael, the third legal mistake you write about is giving away the secrets of your success. Talk about that. People talk about knowledge capital. That's become a buzzword. And really, what that means is that, more so than any other time in history, what creates value for so many businesses has nothing to do with the size of the factory or how much capital equipment they have sitting around. It has to do with things that are much more intangible. It has to do with the unique expertise that someone has or a special process or method that's been developed or a list of contacts and crucial relationships or a marketing strategy or a trademark, intellectual property, a copyright, even a patent, or very crucially, relationships with key employees who make or break a business. Too many companies don't recognize that there are ways to protect that. And your secrets of success, which are embodied in this kind of intangible property, can define the line between success and failure on a go-forward basis. Competitors, again, especially in a recessionary economy, are looking to take away the secrets of your success, or at least mimic them or duplicate them. There are ways that you can protect yourself from that, and successful companies need to do that. The fourth and final mistake is titled, Climbing Mountains That Should Have Been Molehills, Fighting Battles That Didn't Have to Be Fought. As you mentioned early on, litigation can be a drain. Some litigation is unavoidable. Sometimes there are good faith disputes, and fortunately we have a system in our society that allows us to shake those disputes out in some form of a civilized manner. But the majority, in my experience, of disputes that make their way into courtrooms could have been avoided in one way or another. And if not avoided, mountainous litigation should really be molehill-sized litigation. That can happen if you know what you're doing at the front end, at the planning stage. There are tricks of the trade, if you will. There are things that can be done during the course of everyday business which can turn those mountains into molehills. 
this goes from everything from how to collect what you're owed in a business transaction and make sure you get paid to how to minimize the amount of the dispute that frequently transpires over who was supposed to do what to minimizing your potential damages, managing other forms of your exposure, and so on. There are tools in the legal toolbox. Not enough people who are not lawyers know about them, and they can do an amazing amount of preventive good for companies seeking to focus on profits and not lawsuits. Michael, as a final thought, if you could offer one piece of advice to employees on ways to stay out of trouble, what would you say? People assume that the law will make common sense and that they can get through the day if they just use their sound business judgment. Unfortunately, that's not always the way the law works. There are many, many aspects of the law which don't necessarily square with common sense, especially at first blush. And if you think you can get through just relying upon your common sense and your business judgment, you are making a huge mistake. And courtrooms all over the country are clogged with businesses who have gone forth on that supposition. It's just not the case. Michael Trackman, expert in business litigation and employment law, author of The Four Mistakes, Avoiding the Legal Landmines that Lead to Business Disaster. Thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Chris Whitting. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.